Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, back to Nothing Impossible on Kangam OX. Last year, I think I traveled around the globe three and a half times. That's all? It seems like it was more than that. And I did spend a fair share of time in airport lounges. And like we teased at the beginning, we're getting a new one in St. Louis over at Terminal 2. Michael, I had a chance to talk to Sarah Lively, who is the president and CEO of Airport Terminal Services, the folks behind the new lounge in the Southwest Terminal. So Wingtips is an airport lounge. And I think most people are familiar with that concept. If they fly Delta, they know the Sky Club, for instance, or here, they'd know the American Airlines Club. Um, But what is Wingtips? Well, wingtips is all those things and more. So we're a VIP lounge experience, but the beauty of a common lounge is that you don't have to be flying a certain carrier to gain access, and you don't have to fly at a certain premium level to gain access. So anyone can join. You can come in just for the day with a day pass, or you can buy a corporate membership, or you can get it through a network of high-end credit cards. How do you describe, when you walk into the St. Louis facility, the aesthetic in there, and also more about the amenities that will be offered? Well, it's a beautiful space. We're fortunate in that we were able to use the design of these barrel windows that let this beautiful light filter in, and we have these pops of red that gives it nostalgic, old feel to a lounge. Um, I think it's a beautiful setting. There's lots of quiet areas that you can take a private phone call. There's bistro tables that you can sit and enjoy the food buffet, and the food buffet has hot offerings and breakfast and dinner and snacks throughout the day and a gorgeous bar. And the bar is bartended, and we'll have seasonal drinks and Uh, uh, nice premium wines and beers on tap for those of 21 and older, of course, and uh, then complimentary drinks throughout. Now, we can talk about the national trends in a moment, but just even a couple of years ago, I think, much of what we now call E, this stretch here, was cordoned off, and it was the old term, you know, Concourse D from years ago. People remember it from TWA, and it's been brought back to life. The gates go all the way down that corridor now. What has it been like for a St. Louis-based company, too? A lot of people might not know a St. Louis-based company, to see this airport come back to life like this and to see the demand for this here in your hometown? Well, the question's a great one, because if you're a hometown girl like I am, and you grew up at the airport, which I did, so I was Ozark and TWA, and I opened up this facility when Southwest first started the East Terminal. So it's great to be back among friends. It's great to see Southwest flourishing, to be able to expand to these gates, and now it's great to offer their guests this great lounge experience. So we couldn't be more proud. And the demand here, not only is Southwest, if they had hubs, I guess you could call this maybe a hub, uh, but so many connecting passengers through here now too and the demand for this lounge the fact that there's a business demand for this you're absolutely right and and southwest is known for value and everyone appreciates value and um, my board members fly southwest they they get that value they have a number of non-stops that they can enjoy but they're going to love the ability to mix that with good business experience through a lounge 
and talk about the company itself, St. Louis-based company. What else does ATS do? Well, we're in 45 airports in U.S. and Canada. We were born in St. Louis providing general ground handling services at the East Terminal. And so we provide things like fueling and aircraft handling, cargo handling, passenger service check-in. We started this hospitality division about three years ago when we envisioned doing more of these airport lounges and also offering a product that we call Airport Butler. And Airport Butler is a personalized concierge meet and greet service that we offer at airports. What is the national trend toward these general use lounges as opposed to the airport specific ones that people have been familiar with? Well, I think all things are going to play there. So I think airlines will continue to have their lounges at their most important hubs and their large cities. They want to take care of their loyal customers, but they can't put lounges in every city. So those cities that they're not focused in and those secondary cities that lounges might not make sense for an airline to invest in will be a great playground for common use lounges. What was it that... um that caused you to say, this St. Louis, there's the demand here for this? Because you've done it in New York, right? Right. We were so fortunate that we found ourselves with our first lounge in New York, in JFK. So it's a completely different characteristic because of all the international carriers that fly in that terminal. But St. Louis is a perfect, this is a seven and a half million uh, passenger terminal. So it is its own airport in its own right. Um, We have several waves of passengers that will be here throughout the day. So we knew that the A listers that fly through Southwest um, look for that business amenity. So when we looked at the business model, we felt really confident that the lounge could be supported by those guests. And thankfully, the airport had that vision, and the airport wanted a lounge in St. Louis. And what are the amenities that we're seeing crop up, and what are the things that people are asking for, too, that maybe this lounge has that people haven't seen in the other clubs that they've been to? Well, I think one thing you'll see that's different at our lounge is that we are a St. Louis company making St. Louis offerings. So we are sourcing locally. We have a rotating menu, so it won't be the same food day in and day out. Uh, So I think that's a little bit different and unique, but also the business amenities. We do have a conference room, so people can book a meeting before they go out on a flight, or if they just come to St. Louis and need a quick meeting at the airport, uh, we'll have all those amenities with state-of-the-art facilities. Um, uh, We will have the highest-speed Wi-Fi at the airport, I believe. My IT guy told me that this morning. So right now we're boasting the highest speed Wi-Fi. So for that person that needs to take that conference call or just do a little work before they get on a flight or really want to just enjoy a drink or a cup of coffee before they head out will be that respite for them. And there are corporate memberships available too, right? There are, and we're so excited that uh, to announce that Worldwide Technologies is our very first corporate member. So we couldn't start with a, a greater company that is uh, on the stage in St. Louis and bringing in guests all the time. And we are working very close with several corporations to join a corporate membership. Can you give any examples of some other St. Louis companies who are interested or who've bought memberships? Well, I can't announce them right now, but we have several that are interested. So we're excited and hopefully we'll be announcing those in the weeks to come. Who do you envision being the target customer for this? A business you know, executive whose company is based in St. Louis and they fly Southwest because of the, the convenience of the nonstop flights? That's certainly a, on a connection? It's the default is thinking of the business person and, and the companies that are based here. But the companies that are based here also want to treat their guests that are flying in to come visit them. So we also see, think the traveler coming in is, is a great target uh, customer. Um, also, just those people that value a little bit of quiet time before they go out on their flights. So we see families that will come in and enjoy that service as well. So you don't have to be a, just a, a business uh, person to enjoy what we have to offer. All right. Well, I'm traveling to Boston twice this month, uh, both on Southwest. So I have got to go check out 
uh, the new lounge. Wing Tips. Check it out. It's in Terminal 2. Uh, again, in a part of the airport that really, uh, up until a couple of years ago, you could have called Concourse D, and it was all painted with TWA colors and Times shuttered gates. Times are changing. Airport's getting busier. You know what else is uh, getting busier? The Cortex Innovation District. We talk about it so much, but so is the national media. The Wall Street Journal just this past week with another reference to Cortex. I mean, is is this innovation district in the heart of the city, but also in the heart of the region, Becoming a national model for a dense, tech-heavy district where everybody collaborates and and, and just a, an innovation district example? I think so. You know, one of the things that uh, that researchers look, look at as their hallmark of success is how many times their work is cited in other people's projects, right? And so the Wall Street Journal uh, ran an article and did an article about uh, this new innovation district in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You could probably picture it, close your eyes. It probably looks a lot like St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, and in this development development of their innovation district, uh, they're looking at the model that, so, that Cortex did. What is the value of um, being in a district where you're, you might even be working next door to a competitor or somebody who, you know, could put you out of business, and yet there's this culture of collaboration and even companies that don't have anything to do with each other, their employees intermingle and say that they learn from each other. You know, I, I look at these districts as being proximity engines, right? Like they actually foster people being close to one another. Uh, you know, I, I think most of our listeners have had a Reese's peanut butter cup sometime in their life, but the old Reese's commercials were these two people walking around a corner and bumping into each other saying, your chocolate's in my peanut butter, your peanut butter's in my chocolate. And supposedly the legend goes, that's how the Reese's peanut butter cup was created. Oh, like, like, what's what these cortex districts and innovation districts can do? These bump-in opportunities. Sounds like a serendipitous collision right there. And Peanut a butter and chocolate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll have more serendipitous collisions next week as we continue the innovation conversation. Thanks for joining us for Nothing Impossible this week. Go out and innovate. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.